Thank you for joining me for another Quick Hits Conversation. Today, we want to talk about how to apologize at work. Jim, you want to start us off? Sure, sure. So, um, you know, the important thing is to take your time in doing it. You know, there's sort of this temptation to just say, I'm sorry, and then move on to the next thing when you need to give a little bit more time. So when you do apologize, drop down the level of your voice. You know, it's coming from your, your heart, not so much your head. Take your time and pause. Mm -hmm. I'm so sorry, okay? But the other thing too is because you're working with other people, there may be ongoing conflict that you need to address or processes involved that you need to talk about so that it doesn't happen again, okay? So you don't want to be in a position where you have to apologize over and over again, and they don't want these situations coming up again. So it's a matter of looking at the processes that you have in place to be sure that the problem is fixed going forward. That's a big part of uh, apologizing, isn't it? I'm, I'm sorry, and I'm not gonna let it happen again. Mm -hmm. yeah. Catherine, yeah, you wanna jump in or Simon, what about you? I, I think my rather similar to, to Jim is, you know, carefully. You know, the sort of instant apology doesn't mean anything. And we've all been in situations where um, a sort of corporate voice has been fairly disingenuous about apologizing. Mm -hmm. um, but I also think that particularly if you're in a position of responsibility, your words carry weight mm. and they should be carefully delivered in a situation where you've considered what the appropriate action should be. And, mm -hmm. you know, obviously an apology is you know, heartfelt apology is, is part of that. And also, as we were saying, it's, it's like, how do we not go here again? Um, which gets you into a whole bunch of interesting sort of discussion, conflict dis strategies and that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. I think about, but in terms of the timing of it, that if you leave it too long and something has happened, if you've done a wrong or, you know, intentionally or otherwise hopefully unintentionally yeah right. that if you've like left someone going if they're going actually that wasn't okay and like you have to wait like three hours or something for an apology or a day that feels a bit weird for me from a point of view of receiving an apology and so I'm also wondering about if you are going to apologize and it's not a quick one way it's not coming from your heart but somewhere else but there is something about for me when I apologize at work I do do it quite quickly and I also try and engage my brain before I do so, so I can do it genuinely, not just do it like just flip. Mm -hmm. yeah. What are your thoughts about if you harm someone publicly, you should apologize publicly? Hmm. Can be a bit performative, can't it? Yeah, because I had a situation uh, not too distant past that I was on a meeting with some with someone that had five other people in it and I huge verbal faux pas insulted her and so I sent a group text saying I need to apologize to you please reach out to me and unfortunately she didn't have her phone for a whole day I didn't hear back from her for like 36 hours you can imagine what I was making mm. up about that but yeah how what do you think should you apologize publicly if you insult or harm someone publicly A lot of this depends on the magnitude of the indiscretion or something, doesn't it? Mm -hmm. How so? Mm -hmm. 
Well, if, if it's sort of, uh, say we're, we're having a conversation like this and I speak over Catherine, mm. I might say in the moment, oh, I'm sorry, Catherine, please, please go on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's an apology. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, if I, um, uh, you know, do a, do a big email and completely tear Catherine apart um, and then the next day, you know, regret that, that needs handling in a different way. If you see mm-hmm. what I mean, so it's it's sort of like the apology needs to match the thing you're apologising for, mm-hmm. both in time and in magnitude and in thoughtfulness. I think it, it also, pardon me, it also has to be the same audience. Mm-hmm. So you have to apologise to the same people that heard the original event, and if you are timely about it, you're going to be more likely to reach the same people. And if they, they may not think there's been something that needs apologising for. You know, there might be some rules between me and the other person, which I've overstepped that I would apologize privately, but nobody else may know that there was any kind of mm. issue going on. Catherine, what's going on for you? No, I'm just wondering about this idea of matching and what goes on for us and whether we've all got the same kind of things that are we, do we all do it the same or do we have our own um, ways of apologizing? And that, or maybe there'll be cultural differences because we've got us Brits over here and you you're American and whether or not culturally there's something around apologies that um, mm. inform us as well. And it could be that we have to consider that too. I mean, we work globally, so we have to have a cultural awareness about apologies, but actually I'm just going, I don't actually know <laughs> what the rules are for other cultures. Right. So I'm just contemplating that as well, that we have our own individual culture of doing it, um, which may or may not meet somebody else's. And then in, in the my case, picture. I was apologizing to someone in the UK and I sent a text saying I needed to apologize to, a, to the group, but then the actual apology took place in, the, you know, just the two of us. And I asked her if she wanted me to make it, you know, let everybody else know. And she was like, no, because she didn't even, it wasn't even that big of a deal to her. It was a huge deal for me, yeah. especially after 36 hours. And so again, you're, you're placing your standards of behavior on her mm-hmm. and feeling you need to go and apologize to her. And it's like, you're almost placing her in a burden, the burden of, of your drama on her. Right. At that point. Hmm. Right. Is... I mean, she understood and she felt bad that she had ignored me, ignored me for 36 hours, mm-hmm. but that's an interesting point. Another side to apologizing is, are you trying to alleviate your guilt and making someone else responsible for alleviating your guilt when they don't yeah. feel harmed? How do you how do you like navigate that? And, and then you're in a dynamic of well, you apologize to me. There's an inherent obligation for me to go. Oh, don't worry about it. It's all right. Whereas in fact, I may still be really quite annoyed. And you know, yeah, it's a very interesting dynamic, isn't it? When you get into it. Yeah. Do you have more conversation? Or if if, if I'm the annoyed, harmed party, and someone apologizes to me. Sometimes I'll say, I need to have more conversation about this, please. And I'll continue, even though they've apologized, just let me talk through it. And if they don't, then I, that makes me think, well, their apology is not sincere. It's not sincere. That's what I make up then. But certainly in the UK, uh, if someone apologizes to you, the cultural rules are you're meant to accept their apology and it's never discussed again. I think that's culturally true here uh, as well. What do you think, James? Do you think? Yes. Well, part of forgiveness means that it needs to be accepted 
mm-hmm. for it to really stick, for it to, to really work. But um, I also wanted to bring up the point that being able to um, apologize and to be able to forgive is really a part of creating a healthy culture. Mm. Or else you just keep carrying on resentments, things end up being miscommunicated or unsaid, which means that things don't get fixed. So it's really important to nip these things in the bud if you can. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I think that's that kind of ties in with my thinking around the timing of it. And the, like you say, Robin, about how public it is, how appropriate it is, when do we do it? How do we do it? Um, we've got all those nuances going on. So, yeah. Well, I think another thing to consider is how often people say, I'm sorry, very flippantly. And in the English language, there no, are no other words that say, I hurt you. I understand that I hurt you. I'm not going to let it happen again. And so if you use I'm sorry really flippantly, when you need it, you don't have any language left. Mm-hmm. Uh, some people use I'm sorry to mean pardon. I didn't quite hear you as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So oh, and people... we have a cult. We, oh, well, I, some parts of our culture is that people just apologize just for breathing. You know, we sort of over apologize, mm-hmm. and I don't know whether that goes on um, so much in in the states. We see it among women in the United States, quite mm, a bit. young women particularly. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's something else. Yeah. Yeah, that's a whole separate <laughs> conversation. Is using it... "I'm sorry" when you don't mean "I'm sorry." Yeah. And it is by a, by beginning an apology dynamic, you are placing some responsibility on the person you're apologizing for. And that may not always be welcome. Yeah, to accept or not accept. Well, we're at our 10 minutes, so I'm going to have to cut us off. But I want to thank you for engaging in this conversation with me. I knew it was going to be a challenging conversation and you guys stepped up to the plate. So thanks so much. And I look forward to doing it again real soon. Have a good one. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye.